Happy Wednesday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. It is time for the midweek message. I'm reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. I hope that you all are doing well and I definitely hope that you're having a great week thus far. Listen, before we get started with today's amazing episode, I just want to take a quick moment to say thank you to those of you all tuning in to this episode today. Whether new or returning, your support means the world to me. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And then of course, make sure you share this episode or any other episode that speaks to you and that you think somebody might be able to utilize now or in the future. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Monday, we had a phenomenal conversation around finding joy during the holidays. And I want to do a follow-up with that real quick, right? I gave you three simple, very easy, practical things you could do in the moment there. But I think that there are a few other things that we can do as well that I really want to dive into. And the reason why this conversation is coming for me is because I have a presentation that I got to do right before Christmas uh, for a bunch of medical professionals at a hospital out here in Washington State. And it got my my, my brain moving and thinking um, because I know a lot of times with the weight of the situation that we might be experiencing or going through, it can definitely feel like, um, what's the best way to describe it? It can feel the pressure of what we are facing and what we're up against can feel sometimes insurmountable, right? And when this happens, um, we think that we've got to do something so crazy big on the solution side when a lot of times the solution for these big problems is actually very small, which I think is a, a testament later on to just how minimal the real problem itself was, but how sometimes we make it bigger or how sometimes we don't realize that it's only big from its its bark and not necessarily its bite, right? So with that being said, let's dive into this real quick. So a few things that I want to give you as we dive deeper into the conversation of finding joy during the holiday season and what I believe could actually be for every season. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is our expectations, right? And I don't want to say keep low expectations. That's not what I'm, I'm getting at here. But what I am saying is that I think with our expectations, one of the things that happens is that um, we get so caught up in our own expectations that we sometimes um, either miss or ignore uh, some great things that can happen with where we are and with what we're doing. So I just want us to be mindful of our expectations, right? One of the things that happens during the holiday season is that I know we think it should look a certain way, right? We think that our, our holiday celebrations, our Christmas, our family dynamic, all of these different things that make up the holiday for us, we think sometimes that it should look a certain way. And when it doesn't, our expectation isn't met. And when that expectation is not met, we sometimes respond um, from a, a, a lens of failure, from a, a, a spoken area of, oh, it was trash or it wasn't good because it didn't look like X, Y, and Z, but not realizing that it was actually amazing. We just overlooked so many different parts, right? And so I think for us understanding, even me personally, I'm realizing as much as I love the holidays, each year and how I perform and how I come to the table or whatever the case might be 
it's going to look different from the year before. And I'm okay with that. So I think the first thing that we want to do is learn to modify our expectations, but then also to let's be careful in what we're placing our expectations in for the sake of not overlooking something good that's right in front of our face. The next thing I wanna encourage you all to do, right, in my, my latest book, The 31 Days of Power, A Simplified Approach to Everyday Mental Health, I talk about the power of community, right? Why is community so important? I really wanna encourage you all to take the time to lean in to your support system and your community. And, and that's a given, but I wanna take it a step deeper with that, right? Instead of just leaning in when we're with our community, right? I, I want us to do two things. The first is I, I want us to be very careful not to just sit in comfort. Like this is great, don't get me wrong. Like sometimes we're gonna be with community and yes, our presence is a present, it's a gift. And because of that, we will be happy sometimes just being with our people. But I think sometimes too, in the lean in with community, there are gonna be moments and times where it's more than just your presence. I actually need your help. And in those moments where I need your help, I, I wanna encourage you all to do this one thing. Be very specific with the help that you need as you lean into your community, as you, you take the time to invest into that space and to be poured into, please, if you do nothing else, be specific about what it is that you need when you're with your people, when you're with your group, because of the fact that I don't want you all to gain a false narrative around this idea of, well, I gave community a try and they didn't help. Some of the times what, we, what we've got to realize is that in community, what we've done is we were present with them, but we didn't open our mouths, right? So that whole concept of closed mouths don't get fed, closed mouths can't do feeding type of ordeal. It's the same way with this. We've got to make sure that as we are present, we are also being specific and being very vocal about what it is that we need during this time and the help that we need with what we have going on. The next thing I wanna give you all, right, is to make sure that when it comes to settings and outings, right, two things that I think could be very important here. The first is one that I believe can actually lead to a greater sense of anxiety and pressure, which is us over committing ourselves and overbooking, right? Sometimes we lose joy and hope from the simple fact that we have stretched ourselves entirely too thin right and so with this let's first and foremost make sure that we do not overcommit ourselves right holidays are like end on end on end right like it almost never ends right it's weekend to weekend to weekend party uh friends giving thanksgiving holiday party office holiday party friends holiday party like and it continues to go on and on and on and it's great like if you're a socialite like me this is amazing, right? I love being around people. I love the events. I love the opportunity to have that. But on the flip side, one of the things that I will say is that I know that for some, for a lot of us, we still need our own space and time. And so in this, I would say that we've got to be very careful not to commit ourselves to everything, feeling like we need to be everything or do everything. Sometimes it's okay to just say no or to pick and choose which ones you feel might be worth it. And then with that as well, the second component that I wanna give you all that I think will be helpful in finding joy or at least retaining the joy that you have is that in those moments where you are in social settings, um, it's okay for you to put a time limit on 
what you want to do as far as being there, how long you want to be there, right? I think that sometimes there is a little bit of this like feeling of obligation when it comes to like, oh man, like I gotta stay now that I'm here. And it's like, no, like it's totally fine for you to 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 come in and then move around when and where you want to. Completely fine. The next thing that I want to give you all with that though is that I think that we've got to get out of our mind what we think others expect for us and we've got to start working in the realm of what we expect for ourselves. I think in doing this what happens is is that we can start to pull back from this idea that oh I got to stay longer or I need to be here until the very end. No, listen. If you come early, leave early, right? If that's your intention, if there's something else that you want to do, if there's something else is more important, go for it, do it. I think that you deserve that. And um yeah, um in that I think you know, be able to learn yourself within it and practice it. And we're coming down the stretcher here, right? Um, I would also encourage in that space, like, look, if you got a solid friend that can come and help you and be of service when it comes to like, I don't want to call him your wingman, I'm a wing person, but I mean, yeah, like if you got a wing person who can come hang with you and helps to like, you know, to, to pull back some of that stress, that comes with those moments, hey, go for it. This is what we have community for, even little moments like that. And then finally too, right? I wanna talk about us in in the spirit of taking care of each other. Let's make sure we're taking care of ourselves as well. But in this is two things that I want us to really focus on, right? When it comes to the pressure of having to be the one to give um, to people, like maybe if you're like me, You know, giving is a part of like it's my love language. I love being able to give gifts and presents and see people happy. Don't y'all be hitting me up in the DM now like, man, Richard, I love receiving gifts. That's cool. But with that being said, though, in loving to give, I know for some of us, the pressure to give can be sometimes uh, a little um, overwhelming, right? feeling like we need to do and be for everyone. And that's not always the case. That's not the case at all, actually. So I want us to be very careful there as well. And then finally, I want us to make sure that in all of this, right, let's be mindful um, when it comes to our self, self-care. self Three things that I'm always very, very like just big on. And I know the first can be a little ho- harder during the holiday season, but let's be mindful of how we're eating, right? Some people might say, you know, be mindful of your diet or eat sensibly or whatever the case might be. But I think that what happens is, is that we want to make sure that we're not getting tied up into this space of emotional eating, right? And this doesn't necessarily always come through sadness, sorrow, you know, or or grief. Sometimes we could be happy and just in it, right? And we are just gorging away, right? Eat sensibly though, because I think one of the things that happens with self-care and how we eat, um, definitely during times where we are trying to stick to the side of joy. I want us to be very careful not to have food become a coping mechanism, have food become um, this relational transaction to where you start to find maybe your sense of purpose or self, you know, while you're always eating. That can be very tough and it can be very hard to overcome. So along with that, I'll also say too, man, get some movement going, right? Studies have always shown that movement um, is a great interrupter when it comes to Um, The moments and times where you might be feeling a little low or a little sad or maybe your brain is overloaded and overwhelmed with thoughts, right? Movement is a legitimate interrupter. Doesn't mean you got to go and lift the gym and it doesn't mean that you got to become a world-class athlete. It simply means that you applying a little bit when it comes to the space of exercise and physical activity can actually help you create a greater balance, right? And then with that too, man, listen, 
Um, even if you're on break or not, you know, I'm big on the healthy schedule piece, but I would say on the self-care side, schedule out some like specific time for a self-care activity for whatever it is that that you know feeds you in a way that brings about happiness or maybe makes everything else feel like it slows down and you feel good and comfortable and safe do that i think this is going to be so important this is my um finale here for you all with this conversation around finding joy during the holiday season and in every season of life i'm excited for friday's episode got my friend whitney popa coming to join me as we talk about um you know just her own personal experience of being able to overcome grief with loss in her life and i think it's going to be really really beneficial and really helpful so make sure you all stay tuned for friday's episode listen if this helped today make sure you go ahead and share it with somebody reach out if you got questions or if you just want to talk richard.taylor jr on instagram Richard L. Taylor Jr. on Facebook and LinkedIn, at Truly TrulyTaylorMade on Twitter, and of course my website, richardtaylorjr.com. As always, you're not losing in life, you're not failing, you're simply between the dream.